and just hur- like hurling metal at each other. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really effective. It feels very powerful and weighted. Uh, it's really cool. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that stuff a lot. And, and all the fighting happens in these very beautifully like production design designed areas of like caves or like there's a castle with like lots of lights and fog surrounding it. Like the one thing that he does here that's uniquely him is he applies like a lot of psychedelic colored lighting yeah, to this thing of, like, to capture that sort of like so, magic and fantasy element. Yeah, the sun is so often like beat red. Like it, it almost <laughs> looks it almost looks like uh, the sun from uh, that like cobra or something at, at times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It did remind me like some of the color schemes. Uh, this also m- must have kind of inspired. Uh, we were talking about it, I think, a little briefly. Macbeth, the the newer one, just with kind of like the the they, they do more of like a, a stylistic thing in the new one with all those like really crazy in your face blues and oranges and stuff. But there are yeah, definitely they, they, elements. They, they, they to took that a lot of inspiration this. from Tarkovsky for kind of like the lighting of that film. But you're right in the sense that like this is really the the idea of the combat being really down and dirty and like in the mud yeah and stuff yeah. like that that's definitely something that's that's similar between the two which is obviously something that they would do they would do in like like game of thrones as well which is something that you know a lot of people thought that was like the first time a fantasy movie got like really down and dirty in 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 the medieval sort of like you know the the way that a catapult battle would go down, and how it would the armor would sink into the mud, and how it would be kind of tough. But then you you know we go back and we're watching these older films, and we see this, or we see something like Flesh and Blood that we right. talked about by Paul Verhoeven, which is also him doing a really nasty, um, like disgusting sort of like medieval film. This one's a little less nasty. It's a little bit more. Um, you can tell that Paul Verhoeven was treating it like the way that he does his really grotesque satires in a way. Yeah. It's more, whereas John Borman isn't doing a satire here. He's doing like, he clearly has a sense of romance towards this material. Absolutely. Um, There's a huge romantic vibe to this. Yes. Yeah. And and he really translates that just into the visuals and how much painstaking care he puts into realizing these things that he obviously read as a kid and thought were so cool and couldn't wait to put on the screen. Um, But he, he takes the drama just like very seriously and he takes the magic elements very and the fantastical elements like very seriously like there's there's nothing to really like laugh out about this this movie even though it has again some you know some formal insanity and the strange sounds and and colors and i mean even the there's a sex scene here that has like a completely fiery background and stuff like that Like, like, like like stuff that you would think that would be silly in another movie but here he he plays it as oh, like so completely serious. straight and, yeah. and, it's and, also and, and like, it works. And it has that gross element too, because you know, it, it basically what it is is it's, it's uh, Arthur's father at this point, because our, like this movie's so detailed with Arthur's life. We, we get it before Arthur's even conceptualized <laughs> before he's even, you know, a baby. Uh, we have his father who essentially rapes the, the mother because he takes form as uh, the the woman's husband, and then uh, yes, and then has sex with her, uh, and that's because where we Merlin, get that fiery Merlin, background. And it's just Merlin, it adds yeah. such a darkness with that because you have that like hellscape in the background, and you and mm-hmm. she thinks that it's kind of a loving moment in a sense, but you know the context, and yeah, that imagery is is very well done. Yeah, well, because then it's cutting between the shot of the daughter who has sensed that her father is actually dead and then cutting between also the father actually dying on the battlefield. 
Yeah. Like being and his impaled death is and bleeding brutal. out and stuff. Just falling yeah. onto a pile of spears and just like being left there to die. Yeah, it's yeah. very brutal. Yeah. And so and, that's and how the, the, Arthur's conceived is is that uh uh in this really nasty, yeah. violent image of of you know death and and rape and and yeah. things like that. War. Um yeah. and, and it, it's also, you know, sort of like judged as, you know, an, an, an act of, of sin as well, because Merlin promised his father Excalibur and gave him the sword as a tool of, of peace, that it would unite. It has a power that unites men. Right. And it does technically end the battle for him and the guy, you know, they end up making peace. And the first thing he does is he wants to have sex with the Duke's wife. Yeah. So like that's that's what, you know, for a for a personal sort of desire he basically ruins that piece that he started and arthur is born from that and merlin says that he will disguise him and shapeshift him into the duke to go and basically rape the wife if whatever results of that situation merlin gets to keep because merlin obviously has an idea that he's going to have arthur is going to be born and then he takes arthur away and raises arthur as like a bit of a squire and uther um, puts the sword into the stone, getting that classic sword in the stone thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, many years later when Arthur is sort of like in his teens, he goes up and all these knights are trying to pull it. And eventually he just goes up to it and very easily just pulls it out. And everyone's like, Holy fuck. Arthur is the King, just this lowly squire. And I, uh, I mean, like I'm, sure mo- I'm sure most people know the basic King Arthur story, but yeah. um, he, he go John Borman goes through it like this is a, a very just very straight detailed. up faithful adaptation, yeah. <laughs> just straightforward adaptation. Yeah. And he treats.